Welcome to the Scott Shepard Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. What's up, friend and fellow anti-netter? Scott Shepard here coming to you on a Tuesday. Um, I don't know what it is, but for me lately, for quite some time, Mondays have been like a, a hit or miss day where it's been kind of like, it's always like shaking off the cobwebs of, uh, of the weekend. And one of the things that I've decided to commit to uh, for the past while, and it, it's actually a, a commitment outlined by a man named Jim Detmer in his book, The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership. Uh, he says, you know, a conscious leader commits to a life of play, meaning rest and play, meaning you unplug and rest and, and you know, take time for your loved ones. And for for a long time, like, I've been through many phases. In my early 20s, I think I, I had a kind of sort of nice balance uh, at, at some points, and then at other times I did not have good balance. In my 30s, when I was, you know, pretty much single, I, I had, you know, I guess decent balance. So then I went through phases where I had, like, probably the worst balance in all of history, and I would just work seven days a week because... It's like, what else is there to do? I can like watch college football and be bored or I can, you know, go to the office and do my craft. And, you know, either of those extremes, um, is not necessarily the best of the, what, what Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon talks about is the concept of, um, not work-life balance, but work-life harmony. And, you know, for the past year I've committed to, basically taking, you know, two days off during the week, basically Saturdays and Sundays, just completely unplugging and recharging. And I'll tell you what, I think in doing so, it's, it's felt great in that, um, I'm, I see projects through and I feel like the longevity is a lot longer. There's like less burnout and less me just like burning the bridges on things and me taking a little bit more of a balanced approach. So that's one thing I do want to point out. Now, just like everything, you know, any piece of device, it's really a good practice and an exercise to invert everything. So when you say, you know, life is about like balance and, you know, enjoyment and all of that and that you should do that, you can actually take that and like, you know, try to argue the exact counter opposite advice. And the, the opposite advice is, you know, what I call the hashtag hustle culture. And that's the guys like that you see out there, like, uh, um, you know, there's various, I don't want to name names or, you know, call them out, but you'll see it. If you go on YouTube or wherever, especially social media, they just tell you to grind, 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 work like, you know, 13 hours a day. There's one individual I know he, he's like, you know, to me, like you have to find the perfect balance. And he's like, for me, the perfect balance is to work 13 hours a day. If I go 14 hours a day, I get burnout. So I just work 13 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm like this guy is a freaking psychopath. And then there's the whole crew that, you know, wakes up at like 4.30 a.m. or 3.30 a.m. Or even the, it gets like, 
you know, they always move it up, uh, like 2.30 a.m., <laughs> things like that. And, um, you know, you look at that, and yeah, that may be a, a formula for achievement, but achievement and success are very different. Success is a combination of achievement and fulfillment. And there's a lot of people that have a lot, have achieved a lot. Like they are super high on the achievement scale, but I, I would say a complete failure in terms of the success scale because they have no fulfillment. They're just grind, grind, grind. They live this almost sad, soulless, workaholic lifestyle. And, and yeah, so you kind of have to have a type of balance that, that really suits you. And I bring this up because you know, in, in Buddhism, the, the concept is, is all desire leads to suffering. Meaning as soon as you want something, there is a gap, meaning the gap between the thing you desire and where you are right now. And the, the, the area between that gap is what you call suffering. Like you're not good enough. You need to get there. However, like just again, to, uh, to completely invert that on the other side of the spectrum, you know, in Western philosophy, like that is the thing. Setting goals is essentially basically creating a contract with yourself to create suffering until you achieve that goal. Yet goals work, right? People achieve a lot with goals. And, you know, so there's almost this balance to that. It's like you should, you know, 100% of that advice is true and 100% of that advice is false. And you have to hold both of those ideas in your mind at the same exact time and not go crazy. Now, the same goes for this is, you know, essentially like everything matters and nothing matters (laughs) at the same time, as sad as that may seem. And I know there's, you know, there's religious implications of what I'm saying here, you know, whereas like in eternity, of course, everything will matter. But if you look at it, like a lot of people, maybe they sacrifice today for the legacy that they will build right? Like they want like their book to last, you know, 500 years or a thousand years. So they like, you know, for instance, um, you know, maybe Caesar or Alexander, they want to build an empire that lasts, you know, uh, for thousands of years. However, if you extrapolate and like take that far enough, you'll realize that like even the whole purpose of life being a legacy play, meaning, Hey, I want to create something so that my name will be remembered. My work will be remembered. Uh, for for all eternity. Well, that's not necessarily the case because if you just Google and, and look at like this, this will this will um, put things into perspective. If you Google like a, a visualization of the end of the world, I think it's around, I think about 13 billion years from now. Um, I, I forget what the timeline is, but it's like, you know, 5 billion years from now, the the sun will implode and engulf the earth, then the then our entire solar system, then our entire universe. And then like in another like 13 to 14 billion years, the entire universe will, uh, as we know it, and even galaxy as we know it, um, will basically, um, you know, uh, freeze over into absolute nothingness. Because, you know, the lights and all that will fizzle out. And the thing is, is that if you started today and went like the speed of light or faster than the speed of light, you can't, you know, you can't get out of that happening. You know, like we're going to be a multiplanetary species, but it's inevitable that like everything that we know <laughs> will at some point implode. 
So the legacy play doesn't necessarily make sense if you look at it from like a completely scientific, you know, point of view. You know, it's like why why do you care if uh, you know it lasts for I don't know another thousand years, hundred thousand years, or or anything like that? If if the universe is going to implode anyway, and I'm going to get real crazy here is even if we kind of upload our consciousness and our thoughts and data into, uh, you know, artificial intelligence, you know, and instead we are essentially human beings wetware. If we upload it into, you know, software, the software still cannot outpace and, you know, basically escape the fate of the, you know, 14 billion year from now implosion of everything. And, you know, that's just, that's just how it is. So when you look at that, it makes you realize, it's like, why do I want that if everything's going to implode? It makes you think, why don't I just do what fulfills me, excites me, do what affects and impacts people today in this day and age and helps people now. So um, anyway, that's a thought I want to share with you today. Um, basically, I want to, you know, basically <laughs> trickle in thoughts of uh, death and legacy as you start the day today. No, just kidding. But seriously. Um, but no, that's that's something to keep in mind. It's whenever you are, you know, whenever you're doing something, you want to take a step back and make sure that you are grounded, that you are not wanting things just because it's popular to want them. You know, if, if things are going to basically implode <laughs> anyways, <laughs> you might as well live the life that you're called to live, you know, and also I think that I'm not saying that doesn't involve spirituality or religion or God or anything. I'm saying do that as well. You know, like that is, you know, most important, right. For a lot of people. And so do that. Um, and don't get hung up in the rat race and wanting things because other people in society want them. Do what fulfills you change a life. One, you know, one day at a time. Essentially, and I heard this today in reading something is, you know, greatness is not like looking out five years from now and, you know, daydreaming and, you know, doing that. Greatness is looking at the next five minutes and going, how can I make this the next, these next five minutes, the most exciting, badass five minutes of my life? How can I really change things? How can I shift things up? Whereas you might be on autopilot and about to go through the motions in the next five minutes. What if you don't do something radical? Why not do something radical the next five minutes and freaking kick ass and set the motion, set things into momentum. So anyway, that's what I want to share with you. But most importantly, always remember to stay crispy, my friend. Peace. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking-hipster-crappy product like all the other podcasters do, all right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe 
a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.